What's up, everybody? Welcome to the NCLP Podcast, Episode 3. I'm here with Jerry again, and we got another episode for you. What's up, Jerry? We're much better. going? Yeah, it's going. It's going. So, of course, since we missed the inauguration, we didn't talk right after that. We got a lot to talk about this podcast. So, of course, let's get into Trump's week, the week of Trump, the first week of President Trump. What do yeah, you think? I think... Uh... I think you can say he did more this week than Obama did in the last four years. Well, and I saw a lot of people actually talking about that, too. Like, um, they were saying, like, what What do all the other presidents, what are they doing when they start? Because it seems like it doesn't matter whether you think he's good or bad or whatever he's doing, but it seems like he's got a lot of stuff done this first week where you hear about everything. And I don't know if it's just because of him or because of what's going on, but it just seems like, yeah, he's done a lot more than most presidents do in their first week. Yeah, and uh, that. Um, so, what were the big three things there? Those first three executive orders. It was Keystone, TPP, and stop giving up money to uh, abortions overseas. Yeah, something like and that. And then the next day, all anyone could talk about was how Trump signed a, a bill about women's bodies surrounded by white men. Yeah, so. Uh, let's kick off right from the inauguration then, because we'll start from there and then we can follow the timeline along a bit. Um, so. Trump's inauguration, the first thing I got to say to kick off this podcast is I'm sorry to the liberals. Uh, you guys did actually a lot better than I thought you'd do. You still embarrassed yourselves quite a bit, but no one died. Uh, there wasn't too heavy riots or anything too crazy. So I will give some liberals some props. Um, you guys impressed me there. Yeah, truthfully, uh, I guess you could say that was rather peaceful given the crowd sizes. Yeah, and basically I mean, you're always going to have a small percentage of assholes, right? Yeah, and basically they destroyed a Starbucks, which is fine because I'm not even the biggest fan of Starbucks anyways, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what the other thing was that they destroyed, but it's okay. They they did all right a in my limo books. Little on fire. Yeah. Aside aside from the women's march, which was kind of interesting. Um what do you what do you, what's your take on all of that, the women's marches? Um I love that everyone's at each other's throats now with it. The Black Lives Matter group is pissed at the women. The uh, LGTB community is pissed at them for those pussy hats because, uh, according to them, uh, a pussy doesn't make you a woman, which yeah. is just the most fucked logic I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... But uh, I love that they're at each other's throats now. I love that Madonna's probably going to get a visit from the FBI. Um, yeah, that was I, I crazy. I think it was a step backwards for women, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I think Madonna's, too, is uh, that's just more to get, like, news headlines and everything else, right? So it's not – I'm not surprised she did that kind of thing, but it's still pretty stupid, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And then, of course, the other yeah, woman, that Hollywood actress, whatever, raging about, like, you know, sometimes I'm on my period and bleeding on the bed and blah, blah, blah. Like, just nasty, nasty stuff. Yeah, I think the poem's called Nasty Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, aside from the and marches, I'm uh, going. Did you see? Did you see Trump quoted Bane from Batman? Did he? What did he say? <laughs> Take the power back. Give it to you, the people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, that's funny. Um, so, aside from the women's march, uh, which again, I don't know, it didn't really do much in my mind, but. The interesting thing coming out of this is Shia LaBeouf. Now, this one you didn't hear about, so this will be fun to tell you about this. Um, So basically what Shia LaBeouf did is he set up a web camera um, in Washington, I guess, or New York. Oh, no, no, I think it was New York City. Um, And basically what Shia was doing is, I think they call it like an art project. 
And basically the web camera is streaming live on the street. It's picking up the audio and people just come by, right? So Shia LaBeouf's there and he's like, you know, he will not divide us. He will not divide. It's all I keep saying over and over and over again. And then these girls like coming up on the camera like, he will not divide us. It's like, it looks like a cult <laughs> where you've got all these like 20 people just saying he will not divide us. They're not screaming it. They're just saying it. And then if someone comes into protest, um, you know, I think like Shai took someone off camera and assaulted them. And I think he ended up going, Shai ended up going to jail. And uh, the funny thing is, is now is that uh, a lot of trolling people took over and they started bringing like Trump signs and like starting insulting like Shia LaBeouf and everything. So again, this is like how you can see the movement from the right is actually, and normal people is finally starting to push back um, against stupid, like just stupid things. So I can be happy for that, I guess. But yeah, I think I think you're gonna see a lot more of that. Yeah, but dude, man, you need to you need to see the videos of them. Like, it's just the dumbest thing you'll ever see. And like, you know, Shy even Shy LaBeouf's there, and he's like getting in this guy's face, and like, it's just it's crazy. And and it really really sounds like a cult. It's so creepy. Um, so and of course, you know, like I I can understand it because you know he's some Hollywood guy. So if people want to seem cool with like, hey, I I'm like around this Hollywood guy, you know, they're gonna do whatever he says. It's so just so cheesy and dumb. So uh, that was pretty fun. So Shia LaBeouf goes to jail, embarrasses himself, and so on. Um, so let's look at some of the stuff Trump's done um, in this week. So let's start. I guess. What do you want to do? Keystone TPP. What do you want? TPP. I'm I'm happy it's gone. Yeah, I I think th I think it's a good thing. Like I'm not sure. I really am having a really hard time with all of this right now with where my opinion's at with uh, globalization versus nationalism. Yeah. Um, I think everyone does need to kind of take a step back from globalization just because the whole corporate military complex running the world. Yeah. Um, and especially where resources are getting really scarce. Like, you know, they say we only have about 14 years of fresh water left. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll figure it's something out. I just yeah, take... but something has to be figured out. It's well, not easy. Just move to northern Canada, you'll be all right. That's the thing, being Canadian, no, that's all. 14, 14 years of water, period, yeah. for global consumption. Well, again, yeah, but what I'm saying is that is even even so, that's what they say, but, you know, it's not like they're going to come into Canada and just start taking everything, right? Like, I'm sure there's some lakes and stuff. Like, of course, they take out all the water in most places, but I'm sure, like, you know, you go way, way up north, you know, no one's still going to bother you for a while. Or you just build like an army around the lake, and then you got to defend the lake because India's <laughs> in, India's coming to get your water. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but you know, at least Canada is a good place to go. Or just keep going north to the North Pole. If all the ice is melting, anyways, then you know, at least you go out there, and that's probably the last place you can go, I guess, if things heat up. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't worry about that kind of stuff. What can you do, right? I mean, it is what it is. I'm not in. I don't have any power to do anything about it. So. But I yeah, think well, you can vote. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think um, with the TPP and nationalism stuff, like I like what America is doing. I think like just it's globalism is kind of good in a sense, but at the same time, you have to take care of your situation because to me, running your country is like running a business or like running the stock market. Like you have to do well, and your country will do well. If you don't do it, then you'll fall down. So it's kind of like competition in a sense where, you know, you really got to control your stuff. Um, and I think that's why, again, that's a good thing for Trump. 
um, for sure. So we'll see. And I guess the next one then is uh, NAFTA as well, right? That's next to go. Is it gone already? No, uh, no. I think he's trying to renegotiate it because, again, because Trump's been going on. You know, Mexico's going to build that wall. And Mexico's saying, F you, we're not building anything. And they're, like, liberals and Mexico, at least the leaders of Mexico, are not very bright, I don't think. And I don't want to keep insulting the left side and people, but they're like, they seem to think that, they're like, Mexico's never going to pay for the wall. Well, no, they're not going to just hand cash over to Trump. That's the dumbest thing ever. It's like, if you told me, you know what, Evan, you got to pay for my plane ticket to go home. Well, clearly, I'm not just going to give you money and fly so you can fly home right but yeah. it's it's more in like you got to understand when he says that he, he's talking trade and everything else like america's in such a place where they can control like the situation they're in control because they're the main guys so mexico kind of has to listen to what america says because you know mexico's not a bigger power than america like mexico needs things from america so you know if trump says we're going to renegotiate nafta you know, Mexico can't do anything about it, even though they have such a surplus. So I think the wall is going to happen based on trade. It's just like why people have to take like, you know, he says Mexico's going to pay for it and they just they can't get around it. They think Mexico's just going to pass the money over and that's it. Right. It's crazy. I still say there's no way he builds that wall. He's He signed it, man. They're already going to build it. He said he signed it to go as fast as they can. Like they're ready to go as soon as they as soon as they can. They're going to start building the wall. So. I don't think it gets done. 100% I'm going to... We should bet that then because... Yeah. I think you're going to see a nice fence put up. No. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see... I don't think you're going to see what he's got in mind. I guarantee you... In I, his mind, he has this 40-foot double wall with a moat in between it and a big golden door that opens up when you get access. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I guarantee you he's going to build the wall and he's going to build it solid. And you know why I guarantee you this? Because in my mind, this is how he works, okay? So... I think if you're the leader of America, I mean, how much is America in debt right now? Uh, Twenty trillion dollars. Twenty trillion. Six trillion. So what does it even yeah. matter? The budget, the budget they're trying to pass is for another nine trillion. Yeah, it matters big time because 2017, we're actually they're actually supposed to have a gigantic bubble. You have to remember that no matter what Trump does, he's he's a he can't stop the inflation. Like he has never once mentioned central banks. Yeah. Um, you can't stop the inflation bubble, and the spot they're in right now, they're going to have a rough 2017. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he does there. Mm. It's going to be a good time. The end of the year is going to be a good time to buy American dollars, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I, I just think the way he comes in is like, you know, he sounds like he's just like wheeling and dealing. Whatever the problems are, okay, let's do it. Like, let's get let's get to work. Let's get down to action. And I think like, you know, they're making a lot of cuts where they're wasting money. Example, like, you, did you hear about Obama sending like, uh, 220 million to Palestine, like on the, his like last day. Yeah, and he's got it froze right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Trump froze that. So I mean, I think there's a lot of things like Trump is doing where they can save money. Um, so we'll see. And again, like you know, the guy, the guy's a businessman and he knows money. And I think you, if he gets around the right kind of people, because it's not just him making the decision for America's money. It's like you know he's gonna get like all the top investors and stuff to help him. And I think they'll be able to turn things around actually pretty quickly if you get those right kind of people on your side. It depends on the people. But I think, like, you know, if if you go from, like, Obama and whoever his financial guys were to, like, Trump and, like, Warren Buffett and all those other guys, like, 
you know, it's going to turn around pretty quickly for all the guys who know how to win the game in the stock markets and everything else, right? Who know how to cheat the system. I think even you're in major debt in America, I'm pretty sure they're going to like, you know, they can probably turn things around pretty quickly. That's my guess. At least stop the bleeding. He did sort of show this one like little sprinkle of genius uh, on an interview I was watching the other day. Mm. Or actually it was today with Theresa May. Mm. He said, uh, you know, you're, you, you've said before that waterboarding works and uh, you're, you're for waterboarding. Uh, just wondering what your stance on that is. He came out and said, uh, yeah, I think it works. I'm for it. But my Secretary of Defense, General Mattis, doesn't think that we need it. And I'm going to stand by him. Yeah. Well, that's so, good. I mean, as long as he surrounds himself with brilliant people and takes their direction, which I think he, he does, like, I think that's how he, he is successful. Yeah. Um, that's the secret to it, right? Like, you're not going to be the best at everything. And, I mean, to have one person in charge of, you know, 330 million people to begin with is silly. But yeah, he seems to have that going for him. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, if you surround yourself by the right people, then you'll probably get stuff done that you need to. And again, I, I don't know. I, I just think I'm interested to see kind of their money situation based on, you know, having this kind of a guy in here compared to Obama. Because again, it looks like just from his first week, man, dude's like getting down to work. Um, <laughs> I saw something on uh, Fox News where they were saying like, oh, it was like 5 a.m. or something. And they see lights on the White House and Fox News is like, I wonder like if Trump's up. And they're like, Donald Trump, if you're watching right now, like turn the lights on and off. And like the lights on, like, on the White House started going like on and off. It's so funny. Like do this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like live stream on TV. They're like, Donald Trump, if you're watching right now, you know, flick the lights on and off. And he's just doing that. And I, and I, and I, and I think it's just funny. Like, you know, of course he watches CNN and stuff and he trashes them. Um, but I think he's like, he cares, right? His perception and everything that everyone says. And actually this can be a good leeway into what do you think of the, um, because a big thing that people were talking about was voter fraud, uh, this week as well, where he said that, you know, they're going to investigate into the voter fraud still, even though he won, uh, what do you think? Because people have a lot of different views on that. For sure. There was voter fraud. Yeah. But I mean, what do you think like him calling that out? Right. Like, I mean, he's already the president. Does he need to call that out or is that just being uh, whatever he is, the kind of guy he is? I don't know. I think that I think that the see when Obama got in, the Republicans were able to just block him in Congress because they still yeah. own the majority of Congress. Yeah, I think because of, I think because he owns the House and the Senate that they're going to try everything else to block like they're trying they're pushing this Russian tactic so hard. And like, yeah. Of course Russia was meddling in their election, but, like, every country meddles in every country's election. This yeah. is not new news. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't understand it. They didn't rig voting machines. Like, no. that's a little absurd. Yeah. Um, and you look at it. Let's say let's say Vladimir Putin ordered the hack of the DNC emails and yeah. had them released. Let's yeah. just pretend that that's a fact. Yeah. What difference does that make? No. Why, why are people upset about that? Like, you had the right to that knowledge. The only person that should really be upset is Bernie Sanders because it showed how fucked yeah. he got by his yeah. own people. Well, and also, like, the thing is, is you're writing those emails, right? So that's you expressing you as a person. Um, and when you write all that crap that they did, is like, you know, that just shows you, like, you're maybe a two-faced kind of person, right? So That's what I mean. Like, that's... They're, they're so upset that they got exposed for being pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing, too, that I've been on is, like, about gossip and stuff, is I feel like, you know, when people are gossiping and stuff, I never want to talk bad about someone, but always try and say something good if I can. And also, like, that way, 
you know, anytime you ever talk about someone, if it comes back at you, even you weren't saying anything bad, you know, you can tell them truthfully exactly what you said and people are going to believe you because they know that you've been, you know, very transparent with how you are. So it's kind of actually worked pretty good for me because, yeah, like, you know, it's come back where people are like, hey, what did you say about me? And I said, I said exactly this. Whoever talked to you didn't give you all the information. So, um, yeah, anyways, the DNC is just a pile of garbage. Anyways, um, <laughs> they, they really need to revamp themselves from the ground up. Yeah. So this whole voter fraud thing. Um, so this is do you listen to Ben Shapiro at all? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Shapiro's probably the, the, the best unbiased view you can get on something to be almost honest. i mean he leans he leans conservative of course because he's jewish but um i think if anyone listening now listens to us i'll only promote one other podcast and that is ben shapiro because i find that he yes he leans conservative but he will rip trump for bad things and he'll praise trump for good things and i think those kind of people are the right kind of people so every time i try and defend trump it's not because i'm in love with him because i'll say bad things about him and i have before but I think as long as you're open to say good and bad, that's that's where you know things are really good, where you're not all that biased, like it's CNN really and Hillary. To get, like, the three points of view. Like I like to go to the far far left with like Young Turks, and then I'll watch a little. Oh, far, I hate far friggin' right. Young Turks. They're they're horrible. Yeah. I I just want to throw up. Yeah, when but I see it's them. the same as Infowars. Like Infowars yeah. is crazy too. Yeah, yeah, Infowars is crazy. And then you can get something more like sam harris or ben shapiro like intellects right who's sam harris you should check him out. i think i've heard of him but i don't know unbelievable oh yeah, yeah i'll have to he's see he's a very very i think he was a neurosurgeon but he writes like a lot of books and stuff now but he's a, a high level genius hmm. um he, he famously said uh he would rather a random citizen in the white house than donald trump <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I'm sure I feel like, again, he's going to be proven wrong. That's all. Because preconcept, preconceived notions, um, again, as long as he, you know, I, I know Trump's going to do a lot of bad things where you're just going to be like, you know, why does he have to do that? And again, if we talk about voting fraud again, is like he doesn't have to go there. He's already the president. So people like Ben Shapiro say like, you know, that's kind of bad of Trump. Like he just needs to give that up. But I think at, at one point he could. Because, I mean, he's the president and people have expectations of the president. But at the same time, I mean, it's if it's someone calling you out for something um, and you just feel like, you know what, I need to prove my innocence, then it doesn't matter what your position is. If this is you as a person. You know, if you feel like something was wrong, then you need to get to the bottom of that. It doesn't matter if you're president or not, you know, because I think the whole thing is, is that they kind of doubt him. Um, based on the popular vote so he could accept that he's president but always people say well you know everyone didn't vote for you so if you wipe like three million votes off the board three to five million or whatever they're saying you know now all of a sudden he has the most you know the most votes and he's uh, you know elected right so i think i think for him i think that that'll only go his way yeah well not fully yeah, though 100%. i mean if if they don't find too many if they don't find too that- many yeah, he's not connected enough, though, to have been part of any, like, deceased registries or yeah. double state registries. Yeah. Like, that was that's 100% Don Hillary. That yeah, was, yeah. I mean, you got to think. you When you really look at, like, go watch some of the documentaries on the Clinton war machine. It yeah. will blow your mind how gangster those people are. 
Yeah. Uh, if they if they did, I mean, there's been more than one study that showed already that there's it's known that deceased people are voting. It's known that people are registered in multiple states. It's known yeah. that illegal immigrants are voting. Yeah. Well, and that's um, yeah, and that's the thing, right? I don't know. Again, he's going to get the three to five million, but if he can, if that number gets proven to be even one million, that's pretty significant, and then that allows you also to uh, put in the voter registration laws or whatever, where you need a voter ID card and stuff. So, um, yeah, well, I'll tell you, I was watching Alex Jones today, and he had the <laughs> he had the results, he had the information right there. <laughs> Trump's already won the popular vote, according to him. Jeez, man, Alex Jones, crazy guy. And, you know, I mean, again, I understand because it's a business, so he's got to make all these outlandish claims, but I wouldn't go that far. As I say, anyone listening, if you do lean to the right, uh, lean more towards actual fact people like Ben Shapiro. Listen to what he says, take his views, and, you know, Alex Jones, maybe he's right or right-ish, um, but I I wouldn't, yeah, if he says anything, I don't want to you know, jump on Alex Jones's bandwagon, that's all. No, but you know what's scary? Alex Jones makes a lot of like crazy, crazy outlandish stuff, but yeah. he's not really, you can't really prove he's him wrong that, on too much. No, he's not that far off sometimes. Sometimes he's hey, ultra last, far off. The last crazy thing that I heard him say, and I was like, he's just straight off the deep end, yeah. was that yeah. Trump was going to release some uh, classified DARPA technologies that would like solve a lot of their energy independence and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I thought, okay, it's, you're a nut or whatever. Yeah. But then. Looking into it, there's these batteries you can make with nuclear waste and diamonds that last 5,000 years. Yeah, It's a real thing. It exists. It's just the patents were bought and the technologies don't exist now. Well, and that's what I heard about like cars a long time ago, too. They figured out how to like run a car on like a couple drops of gas, and then the, you know, the auto industry just bought out that, which doesn't make any sense because... You know, if you just, well, I guess because oil too, I guess. But, you know, if well, you start charging for gas oil. for the couple drips, then you just, you know, raise the price for less gas can be the same thing. But I don't know. I never heard that where you could run it on gas. The, the thermodynamics kind of comes into play there. But um, there, like electric cars, for example, yeah. they were around for a long time. And there's a big book out before uh, the death of the electric car. Yeah, where they flew a helicopter over this area where like GM had literally like this graveyard of thousands and thousands of electric cars that they were trashing. Yeah, because they were just they were told no. Yeah, 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 and that's deep. And then we're going yeah. down that the Alex Jones rabbit hole. That's what we should do too. Talk Trump sometimes, and then talk Alex Jones. What what's Alex talking about these days? Um, I'm still I'm still pissed about the Assange stuff that he was like, oh Assange is dead or blah blah blah, and it's like, dude, man, like. Again, it's it's okay to like. I think it's okay like if you can bring it up. Like maybe Assange isn't there. Maybe he's there. Maybe he's dead. But like when you when you claim like yeah he's pretty much dead or the government took him, and you're stating that as fact, I hate that. Like I'm more about facts. Like show me the truth. You know if Assange shows up the next day in an interview on Fox News with whatever the guy is, it's like you know I'm gonna tend to believe that he's still there no matter what Alex says. And even if Alex maybe is right. Until I see proof, like, you can't just jump on that bandwagon, right? So always yeah, use caution. Exactly. We, we got to be smart. That's all. We don't want to look dumb. Like, you know, again, my, you know, when I talked about, like, the good things of Trump's first week, because I, I was pretty impressed. I felt pretty good. Like, you know, this guy really got down to work, um, started doing a lot of good things. You know, and the one guy's like, what did he say? My one friend said, like, the Keystone Pipeline was, like, it's racist for Trump to build a pipeline. Or, like... I know it has even the wall and stuff. And I was like, dude, man, like the whole conversation you guys always have is racist, bigot, 
homophobic, blah, blah, blah. It's all you guys say. You never even try and talk about facts and like, you know, just give me some facts and then maybe we can talk, but like you can't. And then you just resort to those things and you get nowhere. Like, and, and what I don't understand about people is how can people not think clearly for like when, when, when you're going to say something, how can you not speak clearly? Like, oh, Trump's just Hitler. Like, how can you say that and you you just, you're okay? Like, your mind doesn't tell you, wow, that's an out there statement. Like, that's a real Alex Jones statement right there, right? And it's I like, know. it's just, it's madness. Like, I, I don't understand that. I've never figured that out I, and I can't get it. I can't get over how easily people throw around those words now. Like, they're, yeah. they're like buzzwords. Like, yeah. Uh, White privilege is another another one. Uh, Beta male is another one. Yeah, mansplaining. Um, And like, mansplaining. I just chewed someone out over that the other day. But but like, even those three big charges at Trump. um, Okay, let's, let's, the sexist thing, okay? Yeah. Because a a guy said, grab her by the pussy. And he took it out of context, which like he said it, who gives a shit? But like, you can't think if you think that men don't talk like that yeah 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 yeah. you've never heard that before and the way people talk with each other and the way people think is not indicative of the way they act like it's it's such a weird charge especially when you take something out 10 years ago when like he was a businessman like come on what do you think guys playing golf are talking about yeah and the lifestyle yeah the lifestyle of like being rich and bragging and blah 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 like you know even rich guys as i say like you know, if you're like a super rich millionaire, you're not just going to go up to a girl and be like, hey, is it okay if I kiss you because I'm worried you're going to be like offended and blah, blah, blah. No, of course, they're just naturally going to kiss them or do whatever, right? And of course, they might try and they might be dirty, dirty old men. I mean, that's what it is. And, you know, maybe it's not no, right, but it's I, a, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know that it was, I don't know that anyone would ever actually do that. I'm just saying you'll you wouldn't say it. You don't think what so? I'm not, I, I don't know that anyone actually would. It, it, it's that's pretty out there thing that you can get yourself charged with sexual assault. Sure, uh, I would, I would tend to think that that is probably kind of true in a sense where the, you need to be, of course, you need to feel like the girl thinks like she, you know she's okay with it, or maybe you're like kissing her first and then you do that, but like. You know, because you know there's, no, no, you know there's those girls out there that are like gold diggers and stuff. And like, you know, it's it's kind of like that's, that's going to happen. Please tell me you've seen those gold, dig, gold digger prank videos. Yeah, Please yeah, tell yeah. me you've seen them. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like the, the car, the guys in the yeah. car and stuff. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. And, and um, I, I don't know, like, don't you but, think those, there's some no. kind of girls that are not on that level. And they just, you know, they want that, the rich guy. So I, I don't know, man. Yeah, but. You still can't just jump right to a pussy grab. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But I think, as I said, like you're gonna, you're gonna talk and get the like if the girl's flirting with you, and you know, you get a vibe of more, you know, because it's not just like, hey, I just met you, I'm gonna grab you. No, but it's like, you know, maybe you talk a bit, and then you're like, oh, you're cute, blah blah blah, and you kiss or whatever, you know. Then you know, I could see them going for it. Basically, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying they just go up and grab someone there, unless. You know, whoever brought the girl to the room, like, said it's okay. But, you know, I I just, I, it's easy to imagine, that's all. And it's kind of funny because your, like, your take on it is a little different than mine. But our views are, like, much opposite on kind of those things. So it's kind of interesting where I think it's, like, more bound to happen where you're like, ah, oh, it's not really bound to happen. So I thought well, that was listen, kind of I interesting. Well, listen, I worked construction 
I worked construction in the oil fields for the last six years. Yeah. Um, Mainly male crews. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of different crews I've worked with. I had one time 250 people underneath me. Yeah. But I've worked alongside of maybe maybe 300 different people because different crew every couple weeks or whatever. Yeah. But um, anytime a hot girl goes by, yeah. there's there's garbage said that yeah. would never be said to her face. It's just it's just a way to pass the day. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. you're 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 surrounded by sweaty dudes all day, and then a good looking yeah. chick walks by. You blow off some testosterone. Yeah, it's not to say that you're actually gonna do it. And like just to just to throw the charge of sexist, like that's a that's a heated charge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't just throw that around. And then that's about the only backing that they have for that one, which is, okay, it's pathetic to begin with. But then you look at the racist one. Yeah. The only backing they have for that is they continuously, yeah. continuously turn the words from illegal immigrants to Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. Always. They keep yeah. going from illegal immigrants to Mexicans. No matter how many times these people are corrected that he said illegal immigrants. Yeah. And that's a pretty fair assertion that yeah. illegal immigrants are uh, not bound by the same laws. You know, you when you don't have a social security number, yeah. you're more uh, you're more likely to break the law. Yeah. Well, and also like this is this is the problem I had with one of my friends where again we were talking about this and I was like, "Okay, listen, like you're talking about racism in the wall." I said, "Again, it's not about that. It's about like illegal versus legal." And I said, I don't understand like how you don't understand what the law is like the law says they can't do it I know you might have compassion for the people but the law is the law it's the same thing as like if nobody's on the highway and you're driving 160 on the highway and the police pull you over and you're like well there's no one on the highway I'm not gonna hurt anyone aside from if I crash myself and you know the police pulled you over well guess what the law is still the law you still have to drive at the limits even if no one's there because you think it's right or wrong no you don't choose that the law is what the law is so you should support what the government says and that's the weird thing to me is like you know again if you if you had like you know people say sometimes oh religion has too many rules blah 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 well still even religion aside like the law is what the law is so even for me someone who has like you know go to church whatever you know i can follow the rules and the law of the land because you know i believe and they're there for the reason right you want to be respectable you want to do what's right but people i don't know they just like eh, it doesn't matter you know that's the law i don't feel so so they're just like it is what it is right it's i know crazy. like if you don't like the law a lobby to have it debate you yeah. agreed upon it or people your people have agreed upon it at one point in time yeah you know you kind of have to uh you kind of have to agree upon it okay hold on i have an idea sorry i don't want to forget about this because i think i was thinking about this last week okay you know how the government used to have like a petition you could sign like get a hundred thousand signatures or something and then the white house will talk about your petition idea mm-hmm. right I thought, you know what, we should almost, but I don't think they do it anymore. I think they got rid of it before Trump was coming in. But I thought, you know, if they make that kind of thing, we should just make like a YouTube group where we we get so many subscribers and then we're all on the same line of like, you know, conservative against whatever. So like if you feel like, uh, example, gender, like the gender thing is all messed up, like should be male and female. You can dress however you want, be however you want. But like all these other gender pronouns, like, you know, let's make a petition, 100,000, boom. White House has to talk about it. Okay, what else in society is kind of an issue? Okay, you know, we can make a video and talk to people and be like, okay, this is what we're going to do next. And then boom, you know, we can get those people because everyone subscribed to you and, you know, it'd be so much easier to get a movement where anything that you think 
um, you know, can improve on, then boom, you could just, you know, put it out there and get so many people, right? Such a good idea. This, but uh, This transgender thing is really starting to interest me because uh, I'm not really sure where I stand on it now. And the... Um, Why? Well, because I used to think it was a real thing and I'm starting to think it's a mental illness. Yeah, well, I already, I always thought that way, but... When I, when I really look into it, like, every cell in your body is either an X chromosome or a Y chromosome, yeah. depending on your sex. Yeah. Nobody has a mix of the two chromosomes. No. Well, here's um, the, the one argument, the only thing, I'll add on to this so you can keep talking, and you might already be bringing it up, but, you know, they say, like, sometimes some people are born, like, kind of mixed, but then at the same time is what the argument is, is, like, you know, if you're going to ask... You know, I only know it. I don't know from like society view. I know it from like I've heard like pastors talk about and stuff. Is like, if if you had like a baby that's born and it's very rare where it's kind of mixed, you're basically. Do you mean that it has both sets of genitals? Uh, I don't know. I maybe it could be that, or it could be like the the. I don't know. It, it's like the hormones and everything. I don't know. I don't know exactly the details, but how I heard it was that it's very very rare. Like a baby's born where it's like. It can almost be 50-50, but then what a pastor would say is like, if you're going to, you, what you want to do is like have a surgery when you can eventually where you choose the more dominant side, right? So if it was like 55% male, 45% female, okay, well, you know, you maybe you're going to do correction surgery at that time because, you know, that way you give the kid, you know, the best chance based on what's stronger against what's weaker, right? In the rare case that that happens, because very rare, right? Well, you're just really fucking them up to begin with, I think. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, if you have both reproductive organs, I'm not sure if uh, what the chromosomes are. I would still say you're either an X chromosome or a Y chromosome. Well, that's what I'm saying. But they, they figure that out to the point where there's one that's more strong than the other, right? So you just lean more towards no, no, whatever's no, more strong. No, What I'm getting at is you, like, there's there's no there's no... Like you either all X chromosomes or you are all Y chromosomes. Every cell in your body has the same genetic code inside of its inside of its nucleus. Like it's, yeah, you're my, like it's always you're a man or you're a woman. Yeah, and I understand that people can like feel one way or relate yeah, yeah. one way. Yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, you are only one, and it's just really complicated for the individuals because I mean, sex is the first thing that you identify with. Like you yeah. always identify as a boy or a girl. Yeah. So I can't really imagine what they're going through. So I'm not really sure I should have an opinion on it, to be honest. But when you, uh, when you look at the stats, the stats yeah. are pretty scary. Like yeah. They have a 40% suicide rate. Yeah. And if there was any logic to what they were saying, then I would expect the suicide rate to go down with the surgery yeah. and the hormone treatment. And it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So this leads me to believe that there's a different underlying cause there. Well, and also, um, yeah, like 40%. And then I think their argument is that, well, if the family was more accepting and friends were more accepting, then maybe, you know, it's the, the number is going to go down a bit. But, you know, I don't know. Do you know anyone who's, like, become transgender? No. No. So for me, uh, like, my best friend growing up, actually, I can give you the story. So my best friend growing up, um, basically... Yeah, he, I guess he's come out as transgender or whatever. Um, but we used to hang out all the time, every day. Like, after school, we went to different schools, but, you know, always hang out, play video games, do, you know, normal stuff. And he's always, like, 
he's kind of the guy who's like, you know, pick up a guitar, can sing good, you know, he get the girls, um, you know, I always look up to him, he's a bit younger than me, but you know, he's always a cool guy, right? And uh, so you always think like, okay, everything's fine, and I think, you know, if I break down his case, you know, you could start to see where it would happen, and, and I don't, I don't necessarily believe, you know, it's from everything, but I think it contributes to it where, um, so he's more of like a family guy, and, uh, you know, I always thought he was pretty strong, right? So, you know, when I was moving around Canada, like, you know, I met you in the Rockies, um, you know, I lived in the, in Tofino, <coughs> Vancouver Island, and uh, when I went to Tofino, I said, yo, buddy, like, he was doing real estate, and, uh, you know, he's under pressure, you gotta sell a house per month, and blah, 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 you know, oh, why don't we just go out, you know, to the West Coast, um, you know, go surfing and stuff, and whatever, he's like, yeah, man, okay, cool, so we went out there, and, yeah, I think he, from all the girls to choose from, because, of course, he always kind of, you know, wants a girlfriend, whatever. Um, the one girl he was with, you know, they don't really gel too well. They're okay. Um, but, you know, it's not it's not the kind of girl you'd see him with. Um, so then, you know, she ended up coming to the Rockies and she got pregnant, you know, and it was like, okay, well, now what are you going to do, right? So, of course, you're going to keep the baby because, you know, our upbringing, too, is like you don't do abortion, you know, and so on. You got to do things right. So... They end up getting married, um, then he lived on the West Coast, so he's away from his family, he's away from his brother and me, who were like, you know, his best friends and stuff, um, so he did okay for a while, and then, you know, you start seeing on Facebook, like, he posts a picture, like, in a dress, like, oh, I'm just playing with my daughter, and everyone's like, wow, you're such, you look good in the dress, and you're such a good father, and then slowly, you start to see more and more of that coming in, and, uh, you know, as a friend, um, the one day, I kind of was like, Yo, man, what's in the water? Like, I, I kind of wanted to make a statement to be like, yo, man, what's in the water there? Like, you know, what's going on, right? Just to say, because kind of like, you know, saying like, what's up, but on a public chart without insulting him, really. And then it just blew up into like a huge yeah. thing. So it was, it was crazy. But, you know, now like, yeah, he's like full on like, you know, full full like dress like a girl and everything else now the thing is i don't know him from day to day so i don't know what he does at home or whatever but you know i'm pretty sure he goes to work like you know long hair girl stuff wears a dress you know all the girls on facebook like wow you look so good and to me i think the issue was being away from his family being away from his friends he's with a girl he might should maybe not have been with um but you know once the baby's coming out that mistake um not a mistake the baby's not a mistake not at all um, but the mistake that, you know, you weren't even married anything and you just like, you know, not necessarily with the right person, um, you know, puts you in a really tough spot. So I think that kind of led to, you know, the issue where he was saying no. See, I have to wonder how much of religious indoctrination is involved in that, too, because your buddy, is he a, a Sunday school kind of guy like yourself? Oh, he'd go to, yeah, like growing up, we went to the same churches and stuff. Um, this is what I'm getting at. So he gets into a relationship and he has a child, and according to his uh, his creed, yeah, he has to stay with this woman and marry this child. Perhaps he's seen transgenderism as a way out, and uh, it was well, a development his brain made. Well, that's what I was thinking. Um, that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe he's just going extreme so he could get himself out of that situation, but it doesn't seem so. Like, it seems like he's accepted it. My and now, now you, you might be right on the religious aspect slash family, but this is, this is the point to me where, as a person, it doesn't matter religion or not. If you're going to do what the right thing is to do, right, it shouldn't affect you 
how you are like you should be mentally strong enough and the thing is is maybe you didn't become like mentally strong enough as much as i thought you would have been um and that's that's maybe where everything happened right so i i I, I don't think it's religion necessarily because you know people who don't go to church might still do the right thing like oh i you know i need to give a good family to this kid and you know i got to do the best i can for my family no matter even if it's not the best situation um but yeah i don't know What's your take? Uh, you'd have to get inside their head. Like I said, I, I feel yeah. like it's mechanisms of the brain. My big problem with it is I have yet it's it's like uh, it's like these Hillary supporters. I, I have yet to see a level-headed, normal one that you know works out three times a week. Yeah. Like if you're just filling your body with processed sugar and you take some sort of pharmaceutical drugs or you ate a bunch of acid when you're a kid, you're yeah. overweight, you don't yeah. work out, you're inside your own head on everything. Yeah. Like who's to say 90% of it's just not developed in your brain? Like show me a fit, reasonable, educated person yeah. with crazy views. It doesn't yeah. exist. No. Like even you look at all these marches, did you see one normal looking fucking, it looked like Fraggle Rock, just a bunch of ugly fucking people got grouped together. Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty strong judgment though. I'm not going to go that far because again, I don't want to put hey, everyone hey. into the same. <laughs> I looked at those cameras, man, <laughs> one million of them. I didn't see one there that I'd fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just for me on that side, yeah, I know there's a lot, but I'm not going to put everyone in the same basket because I think, I, I think like if you're kind of against Trump, even if you're not feminist, whatever, you're still, your mission is like, okay, I got to go out there and, you know, talk up against him. At least the, the feminism thing was, uh, I think like a they good. They were all against Trump. They no. weren't against Trump. There was, there was a million of them there. Trump yeah. won the woman vote a hundred, if there was a, he won the woman vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, what I'm saying is, though, is like if you think about it, like you kind of want to protest Trump. I think a woman's march is kind of perfect because, you know, a woman's march is not going to be viewed as like a rioting, nasty thing. Right. So, you you know, that if you go to that march, even the protest, it's kind of like going to be a more safe style protest than just, hey, you know, we're all getting ganging up and going to make this crazy protest. Right. Um, it was the most peaceful protest I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. I, I give them credit. Aside from they left all their garbage everywhere, and then some Trump supporters started cleaning <laughs> up all the garbage. But um, I think those pussy hats were nasty. Did you see Milo Yapanopoulos' video about it? No, I should watch so, it though. Like, yeah, he was like, you know, kids were watching. Yeah, you yeah. nasty fucking bitches. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're wearing pussy hats yeah. and letting these nasty fucking shit go off and you got a bunch of children watching like where's your tact and like the people you had going for you like it's so hilarious that madonna can call herself like a chair for the way she's done yeah yeah like she was so many steps backwards for women she's sold sex yeah her biggest song is about taking a big dick yeah like come on yeah yeah um so let's change things up a little bit um let's talk about police force and stuff because i know like trump was talking about like you know, sending the feds to Chicago. Um, one thing before we get into that was I saw a video. Um, there's like some anarchists or something, right? And they stopped this bus, I think in Portland. I, I You can look it up after, but these guys, like they stopped the bus and they're causing these problems, right? And all of a sudden these like riot police come in, right? And the police are like marching in a group of like 50 police. And, you know, normally people are going to think, well, police are just going to come and, like, take you to the side and whatever. But on the video, these freaking police just, like, the anarchists stand in front of the bus. They just grab him and slam the guy to the ground. They don't care at all. They just, like, you know, they they get in a circle around the people. Like, they, they put out four or five people who are doing this problem. 
and like the cops just surround them in a circle but they slammed all these guys to the ground and then all the people on the street and stuff were clapping for the police it was awesome it's like wow is that like what the cops are going to do these days like they just went in and just like no it's like a I don't know, man. It's like if you're like an angry UFC guy and there's a guy on the street who pisses you off and you just like grab him and chuck him. Like that's what they did. It was amazing. So yeah, that's uh, they gotta be careful with that whole police state thing. Like it's yeah. a very, it's a very serious road that the United States is headed down. Well, that's um, in terms of Chicago, like they have a a large ghetto problem. The, yeah. the solution there, I think, is good schools in yeah. the ghettos, and you have to like start removing those lines. Like there was a lot of like legislation that really hurt uh, African Americans by dictating where they can and can't live. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's some legislating things that have to be changed. There is some educational things that have to be changed. I mean, and a big thing too is the war on drugs. Like, a yeah. lot of these kids are growing up without a father. They're most of them, actually. It's ridiculous yeah. for nonviolent drug offenses. So, I mean, I, and just to go back to the woman's point for a second, because yeah. they're so going on about this, um, that abortion thing, too. Yeah. I was thinking about this hard the other day. If they truly are, like, it's my body, it's my right, Yeah. Um, don't you have to be pro-drug? Why? How, how can... Well, how can you be anti-abortion and or pro-abortion and say it's my body and you can agree to late-term oh, abortion, trimester yeah, abortion, because yeah. it's your body and you get to decide to do what to do with it? Yeah. But yet the government can tell you what drugs you can and can't use. Yeah. I yeah, mean, what's that's... the difference? There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but anyway, I think that they got to make all uh, non-violent drug offenses be essentially misdemeanors. Yeah. Um, you can't be locking people up for so long. No. You can't be fucking with people you can't be a felony offense and fuck with a guy's right to get a job yeah um it's fucked up i think um chicago and the fed stuff is shapiro kind of ripped trump on that because he's like you can't it's not the government's job it's the mayor's job to call in the people who are going to do those kind of things which kind of makes sense um i just think at the same time i don't know it's a dangerous road to go down yeah i think so and i and the tricky thing is again with trump is i think he's the kind of guy that's like if there's a problem just okay let's deal with it right now let's just get it done like he's i think he's the kind of guy who's not going to let like paperwork like stack up i mean the guy the guy doesn't sleep apparently like according to a lot of people like five hours a night maximum you know he's at 5 a.m on the white house like turning the lights on and off um i think he's just like no nonsense like syria's a problem okay let's get it done now um chicago's a problem let's do what we can let's build the wall like he's just like it doesn't matter he's not about like taking time for stuff it's just like let's do this right now so it's dangerous yeah, a bit. Well, it's not a bureaucrat yeah yeah you know, it, it's good it, it's gonna be interesting but it's a slippery road to go down because i agree i mean you need some checks and balances but uh, i don't know it's gonna be an interesting year i'll tell you that Mm. Um, so let's go away from Trump, finally. Uh, we're 45 minutes into this podcast. Uh, so in Canada, uh, you want to talk about Trudeau. So what's going on with Trudeau? Uh, he said he wanted to phase out the oil sands, which is our biggest economic resource. And then he sort of kind of recanted on it. Oh, he got, he got, I heard he got wrecked in Alberta when he was like trying to do like an open form or something. They were like booing him oh, and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't address any of the oil workers after making those kind of comments, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he goes to one place and says one thing, then he goes to the other place and says another thing. And when I seen O'Leary starting to run, uh, I thought like, you know, here's our business guy. This might be a good thing too, just to get a bureaucrat out. Yeah. Now O'Leary's saying some kind of crazy shit. So what's he saying? Uh, he wants to disband all unions, oh. make it illegal to be in one. 
Uh, yeah, unions are. I think unions are good, but I I feel like I'm yeah, mixed. I'm mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of like the auto industry and stuff is like they just demand too much, and then the companies can't pay for it, and then that's why they move to Mexico and stuff. So it's a bit tricky. Um, I don't know. I there's yeah, gotta be there's gotta be uh, a better way. Like I'll tell you, I'm. sites in Alberta and if you have a hundred people around doing yeah. a job yeah you, you might have 20 that are worth a fuck then yeah. you got 80 lazy bums yeah that would never have the job if it wasn't for the union yeah yeah so where do you go from there like there's sort of an exclusion thing where there's people who aren't in the union and they can't get in and you know you sort of have a monopoly on these jobs which is nice if you're in these jobs yeah but like where's the incentive to be good at your job there really isn't one no like you want to do just enough to uh escape by and there's the other thing too if you start doing too much like i had uh one of the first jobs i was on i got called out to and it was only a two-week job yeah and i knew i was going to a different job afterwards because yeah. i knew the guy that called me out and i wasn't there for two weeks i didn't fly across the country for two weeks work yeah and the job sucked and yeah. I was trying to get through it. So I was working hard yeah. and I got told over and over, you got to slow down. You got to slow down. Yeah. And to a point, like, I know you want to get your two weeks out of it, but yeah. like, you can't just grab your ass all day either. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That makes sense. So it's kind of a mixed, mixed bag. Um, okay. So before we get into sports, cause we can kind of finish off on sports. This is one thing I want to talk about. So, number one, we got this podcast, and I know it's fun just to talk, um, and the, basically, I think the way to grow it, um, again, I got my video channel that I can promote it on and so on, doing the music video stuff, which, again, 100,000 views in two months, pretty good. Um, right. So, the thing is, is what I'm wondering about, and I'm always interested in, like, okay, so I start making YouTube videos, right, like, before I try to make, like, a, sh um, like a series, and, of course, no one really watches it. And you, you switch to news and then more people watch it so you get paid. So I, I kind of understanding like, you know, what works on YouTube and what doesn't. Um, so I'm thinking, and this is what I want your perspective on. So always to me, what is fun is I like making like uh, rap songs for fun. Now, I know like maybe you've heard one or two, I don't know. But my, my big thing always was, you know, my friend who was transgender, uh, as I told you, he was good at music, right? So... Growing up, we always compete in everything. Every video game, every sport, like we play golf, it's like everything's competitive. Who's better? Who's better? Um, so music, you know, he never released a CD. So a long time ago, I thought, oh, you know what? Like I can get these beats, I can lease, and then I can make like rap. It's not going to be good. I don't want it to be good because I know I can't be good. So anyways, I put out a CD, uh, put out a music video. It didn't really make any money. But, you know, I could say over him, I got that on you, right? But still... I think like with Rebecca Black, you know Rebecca Black Friday? No. Uh, okay. Rebecca Black was like, she's a girl who for her birthday, I think she's like 15, her mom paid $2,000 to get a music video made, right? So she made this song and it's like so cheesy, so cheesy and terrible and like everyone was just downvoting it and sharing it with their friends and downvoting and sharing, right? So she ends up getting like what, 300 million views on YouTube or something and making like probably a million bucks on that video, right? And of course the song sells on iTunes and everything. So she's like rich from that. And to me, I'm always, my my mission is not to be good because I know I can't be good. Like I don't care, I don't wanna be Eminem, I don't care. I like to make songs. Like when you complete a song, it's kind of nice to be like, oh, I, you know, I made this. But I think like, 
I don't know. I always feel like you can like it's, you're like one song away from it just like blowing up. So the key is is like trying to find that balance. Um, so yeah. So I'm thinking I'm gonna drop another CD soon because I bought some beats and stuff. But what what do you think? Like what what to you? What would be the best approach if you're gonna make a CD and you're not trying to be Eminem? You're not trying to play like stage shows or anything. Like what? How would you go about making your CD? What do you think would be the best idea? to get listens uh, or plays. Take your time with lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just lyrics, but like what kind of stuff would you talk about? Like if you're going to make a CD, right? What are you going to talk about? What do you think? Um, I don't know. Mm. The same stuff that we talk about here. Yeah. Like Trump stuff or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I like to your zombie party when it was hilarious. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like that was the one song that was like catchy but it was like it wasn't good but it wasn't terrible and that's where i missed i think i have to be more terrible than that because i can make a song that's like you know on the scale of like one to ten people might say it's like a 5.5 but that's not where you want to be you want the song to be like a two that's catchy or like you know a yeah. 10. so it's exactly. it's tricky because you're like i'm trying to be bad but i need to be more bad which is kind of hard to do sometimes so it's well, a, I think you have to stop trying to be good and just more be yourself. Yeah. Well, that like, also. I'm not saying that you're. I'm not saying that you're bad. I'm just saying that if you're yourself, it might come out like you're really funny in a quirky way, right? Yeah. Like if you just. Yeah. Try and, and yeah. Do, channel do you, that. Do you, do you still contend that the world's only six thousand years old after our previous conversation? Oh, jeez, we're going to get into that. We don't have even that much time left. Um. <laughs> It's not that I say. Can it's, you just say yes or no? It, I can't though because I don't know. Like I don't know. I I can't give you. I don't want to say an answer. Like example, you'll throw out like four point five billion and be like, well, because these scientists said this. Well, even their number is not going to be guaranteed right at all. And I don't want to. I don't want to say something where. No, no, no. Like even if you want to contend the four point five billion, which is completely <clears throat> legitimate, but like. I I don't want to put something out there where I'm stuck it's, to that theory. It's just, don't. Don't the dinosaur fossils like sort of like conflict with you a lot? But what I'm saying is, with dinosaur I, fossils, I wouldn't even, like if I the, wouldn't even be able to sleep at night in your head. No, if the world, if the world was created, right? The dinosaur fossils could have already been in the ground when the world was created, and then that's something that people are later going to find out. And okay, we're going to use this for this, right? Like I, the the problem so you is. Think is a test. It's not necessarily a test. They could have been there. That's what I'm saying. I I can't I can't. Like, they are real. I can give you the answer, they are real. Now, do I know actually something was there? No, because I can't see it. I wasn't there. I don't know. Um, and it, I know okay, it's, okay. it's cheap what to about, say. What about the mega mammoth, the woolly mammoth that they found completely encased in ice to well, the point where they still have its blood? They have DNA. Up yeah. There. They're, well, they're going to try to clone it. Well, in that sense, again, it could, it, you know, that's probably fine. And it probably was there. But I, I have no no perception to say anything is going to be this or that like it's not you can't do that though like even you can go by science's way but you're just saying something that yes okay because these guys say this and because you know they have some facts that it's it can be true 100 percent, but we don't know 100 percent for sure um one way or the other right it's and again you know we talked about global warming and like yes the ice is melting yes the earth is warming up but we don't know if that's due to people now you'll say no other people say yes and to me i i don't care whether it's people or not people because you i don't think we can necessarily know that for sure especially when some yeah, idiot should care 
that affects policy. No, like I, I care. Mass, I care. If you're going to live in Ontario. No, I care. But my issue is that I can't prove one way or the other based on whatever anyone's saying. Like, there's going to be people against you. Like, I, if there was someone out there who's, you know, against what you're saying, right? And you're both trying to argue your facts. Well, both of you don't necessarily know for sure, right? There's no guaranteed answer. So instead of trying to like put my foot down and saying I'm for sure, I'm a, I lean more in the middle. And this is the whole Alex Jones things that we talked about about Assange, where Alex Jones is like, for sure he's dead, for sure the government got him, he's done, right? And I can't lean that far that way. I can think maybe that's true, but I'll never lean that way until I have all the facts. So I'm more about the facts. Um, and again, that would be more like towards Ben Shapiro's way, where it's like, I, I'm open to lots of possibilities. Um, and I can I can kind of agree with like a lot of things you say, but I don't know the facts 100% for sure. So why would I put my name behind it, right, in a sense? Yeah, I understand that. But I mean, let's think that if we were having this discussion 500 years ago and you were yeah. arguing, there's no way that you can know if the Earth's flat or not. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know that there's not going to be a way. No, but I mean, that's the thing. You foresee a rocket ship being built and flying up and getting a look at it, right? Okay, but here's the thing. So if you if you use your conversation, right, you go back 500 years ago or 1,000 years ago or to whatever, 1,500, right? Now, if you take the smartest people of those days, the scientists, they're going to tell you the earth is flat, right? So they're guaranteeing you that this is what the truth is because based on our knowledge, based on what we think, the earth is flat. Well, we know yeah. now that the earth is not flat. So... The fact that they put their foot behind it, it doesn't matter how smart they are. Like they can have some knowledge of maybe the earth is flat based on what they can guess. Sure, that's fine. And people can lean that way until things change. And that's why I think for like earth ages, like, and it's tricky because again, if you're, my issue is that you bring in what science is telling you. And at the same time, if you have religion and the problem with religion, again, is you like, I know we go, if you go deeper, you go into the stories and stuff. But if I'm talking like actual history, of the as far back as you can go of real history of real people of things that were there well all those things were there of what the like all the places even in the bible like in syria iraq all those places are actually there right so mm -hmm. so to me i have a, like a historical book of real places real people real kings real you know societies and yes okay you put it in the bible stories and that's up to you whether you want to believe it or not but i've got this history in this book and these people really were there now, I've also got science telling me all these things. So how, like, I'm not going to lean one way or the other because I have facts from both places that I can, you know, believe in a sense. So how far I believe, that's the tricky point, right? Because you can go fully, yeah, like, you can go fully you or not. I'm just wondering how you reconcile things like Darwinian evolution. Like when we look at the genomes of everything and we can see how we're all related and slowly evolved over millions of years. Well, and millions it, of you. Yeah, and that's that's again coming to the point where I don't have the actual like you know I don't have the actual full answer. So you can say yeah things can lean this way, things can go this way, sure. But I just don't like to just take something as like this is what people are saying and this is true. Now, hold on for one second. But when I, you think about it, is what I'm getting at. When you think about it, what do you think? Well, as I say, I I I can find those things interesting, and I can I can think back to like okay you know. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna take the perspective that you know God did create the earth, the thing is I I can go by there. Now from there, how old everything is, how everything was, how it, we don't know. Like I don't know that. Even for dinosaurs, as I say, like the dinosaur bones, everything's real, okay? I give that like that is real. 
um, the fact dinosaurs were there or not, I don't know. Like, you know, it's, it's to me, you don't have that proof. So you can believe what you want. I don't say I'm right. I don't say I'm wrong. I just am not going to lean all the way one way because I don't have all the facts. And I refuse to do that if I don't have the facts because, you know, we go 300 years from now, you know, what else are we going to learn? What else are we going to find out? Right. And the fact that even, even a lot of scientists and you even said this last week, um, people maybe tend to lean sometimes the ones who, you know, are super, um, you know, they don't believe in a God or anything. The more science they get into, they believe, well, maybe there was like someone who created this because it has to be where they don't, they don't believe the Bible or anything, but you know, they, they're more open to a idea of a creator in that sense. Yeah, but it, it's more to a God created the laws of physics. Sure. Which but, allow us to explain how everything happened. But sure. But then you have so people saying that way. So maybe everyone's thinking, okay, this is the smartest way to say it now. But, you know, go back like 40 years and maybe they're like, no, for sure. There's no God who could have created this. It's Big Bang Theory for sure. hundred percent where, you know, things kind of change. It's like the the tide of the ocean comes in and comes out. Um, and things can I'm not lead. sure how much I believe in that Big Bang Theory anymore. It's well, stupid name. But remember, like that, <laughs> but like when that came out, you know, that was that was it. That was 100% real. Put your foot behind it, right? And anyone who it put their names. Is. Yeah. It still is our best theory, but it, it, could you imagine if uh, an alien species came to us from another planet and they said, Sh- show us what you've done, what you got. And we said, yeah, yeah. we have this. We yeah. call it the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no laws of physics at this moment, but after that, we got it all figured out. And that's where, and that's where I say, like, you know, I, like the Christianity thing is, it's of course grown up in that, but at the same time, it's also having to come to the terms of, you know, being able to think, okay, well, do I really believe this? And again, that's why I say, like, there's things, people, times, history, everything in the Bible that's actually accurate, that has nothing to do with Christianity, just historical facts so, I mean, I can lean towards the book because I know that's actual real history. Um, but at the same time, you know, some science stuff you can hear and maybe some of it's true as well. Like, I, I, I just think you, there's no way you can write down right now how everything came to be and how everything is. And that's 100% correct. And if you can't do that, then to me, I'm not going to put my foot behind anything 100% because, you know, it's just going to be foolish if, you know, 10 years from now, they're laughing like at Big Bang Theory or whatever because, you know, this and this and this, right? So I always yeah, but I mean you don't necessarily have to believe in the Big Bang theory to believe in science. The two don't go hand in hand. I mean yeah. you and I are talking via the internet right now. Uh, yeah. that was created through the use of science. Yeah, I mean the laws of quantum mechanics are in strong play in our cell phones right now. Even yeah. at the moment of the electrons. Yeah, um, this is all real physical stuff that we that we know and test. Uh, our GPS clocks that only works. Uh, GPS it only works because of uh, little. Uh, differentials that we have to make in the program sure as a result of Einstein's relativity I mean we know these things to be real sure and work um, but let me ask you another question do you okay. think we're going to invent a strong AI uh, robots that are as smart or smarter than you and I well it's bound to be that way it seems like right I mean I, I can't I can't I can't say for sure but it's bound to be that way unless someone just comes in and refuses like there'll never be robots but you know, uh, the way things are going, of course, as you said, there's a robot on the internet that learned, you know, all these like nasty things after a while and so on. Um, so I think, yeah, like the possibilities are, of course, endless for inventions, design and everything else. Um, and again, my main point is that unless you can prove, like unless everything's set in stone 
it doesn't matter to me what people say because you know we'll, I don't think we're ever gonna know fully um and then it's a matter of like once you die you know we'll see what happens but I think it's just reasonable enough to have you know different ideas and I don't know I, I like again there can be possibilities that's all because again it's kind of like foolish to think that oh well I know everything and this is what it is right and like I know what's what um yeah. now hold on let me get into one thing quickly because we got about 10 minutes so we got to get this fast um, I notice, and this is kind of interesting to me too, is a trend among people. Now, I'm, I would love to hear your thoughts on this because, again, you're, you're not coming from a religious background. So it's kind of good because we, like, I've had some talk with some coworkers, uh, like winter school and stuff, and, you know, another guy in a car like a week later and so on. And it seems to me the generalization of people come off with this kind of same kind of thing. And I wonder where everyone gets it from. So, we're talking and the guys were talking about like, you know, being married, like a couple guys are engaged or have girlfriends or married, whatever, right? And they say like, if they cheat on their girlfriend or their wife, they say that's okay because it's not love. Like I, they say, oh, I love my wife, but you know, I'm not just always going to have sex with only her because you know, the rest of my life, blah, 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 right? Like, you know, and to me, it's kind of interesting that so you have a wife and you think it's okay if you just have like a one night stand with a girl and it's nothing like I, I I'm so interested to see where this kind of thinking comes from because so many people in different conversations gave the exact same answer the exact same way like oh it's not love it's just a, you know like a one night stand like what are your thoughts on that because again I have my I thoughts I think it's a coward's move yeah um, you shouldn't be with someone if you don't want to only be with them I think they really need to think long and hard how they feel about another man entering their woman yeah and uh <laughs> but well they don't I, I don't think they think it that way they think of just themselves like going in like you know doing that with a girl and you know their wives yeah, but if it's good for the goose you know what i'm saying yeah if you're okay with uh if you're okay with cheating on your wife then by default you have to be okay with her cheating on you yeah but don't you think it's that kind of like saying. have you heard a lot of people coward. talk like that uh yeah i was living in fort mcmurray for a long yeah. time everyone cheats on everyone yeah so it's just to me it's interesting like where because all of a sudden like the concept like of course you kind of hear that like you know maybe 10 years ago but you don't hear it said the exact same way as everyone says it like I just wonder somehow there's messages getting to people and I'm not saying there's brainwashing or anything but I just find it like remarkable that they how they talk and these guys are not friends. They don't talk to each other, right? Like this one guy I work with is like part-time, like one day a week. He doesn't ever deal with anyone in our company. So it's like how these guys can say the exact same thing the exact same way, it just, it boggles my mind. And I've heard it like in, you know, other things as well. And it just sounds like, wow, like I, I just wonder where people hear those things. That's all. I don't think they love the women they're with. No, personally. no. But again, my, my thing was not the, necessarily the cheating part, but just the fact that how they talk sounds exactly the same. And they're from different countries, different things. And like, there's the same thing like, oh, yeah, well, it's not love. I love my wife. But, you know, just the one night stand is OK. So I don't know. I just found it, it was kind of interesting. And I kind of like, you know, we debated with them a bit because, you know, I don't agree with that at all. Like, I don't care what it is like your wife deserves respect um you should treat her uh, right that's, that's the big thing i think there where i say it's cowardly like you're really not showing any respect like having you say you love the person and do yeah. that yeah yeah i agree I don't know. and and i think it's i think it's the responsibility of people too like these days i think is like 
you know, people don't grow up and they don't want that responsibility of doing something hard that they don't get their way, right? So a lot of, you know, divorce comes because people are selfish. You know, if you roll up to your wife and you tell her, well, you know, I'm going to go to Vegas for a week by myself, you know, how's she going to feel? She might let you. I don't know. My wife wouldn't. But, you know, it's like people... If you don't, don't if know. you can't get your way, people are kind of selfish. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, she'll let you, right? Yeah. It depends. Uh, I don't know if the woman let me go to Vegas. That's a tough one. Yeah, it depends who you go with. Jealous that I didn't take her. Yeah, maybe if I was going, then she'd be like, "It's okay. Evan will keep an eye on you, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> keep you out of trouble. Keep you at the poker tables. Yeah, play poker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's get into sports quick because we got about. So what do you think? 12 minutes. Super Bowl. Well, do you want to start with the NHL or the Super Bowl? Let's go Super Bowl. This is a big There's one. some good fights this weekend for the UFC, too. But... Uh, who cares about UFC? I don't know. Uh, no, I mean... Strive for five, Bray. You should get into the UFC, man. It's getting... It's getting, getting good again. The sports evolved so much since the last. Yeah, it's evolved so much since the last time you watched it, man. It's like fucking yeah. ninjas in there. Yeah. Um. So Atlanta, New England. You're picking New England? Uh, what's the light on it? Did you see? No, I, I have, have no idea. I think I have to go with New England just because Brady has the just the right amount of scruff. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna yeah. I would say I would cheer for Brady. Uh, my problem is New England's Boston, so I hate Boston from hockey. Um, I've always hated New England, but then I found out Brady and the coach are big Trump fans. So then I kind of lean more towards them a bit as for preference, <laughs> but. But I will say this, because I had Green Bay go into the Super Bowl and Atlanta just dismantled Green Bay, uh, I'm going to take Atlanta. I think Atlanta is, uh, seems to be a really strong team. Um, and I think New England's a really good team, but I think Atlanta is just like a powerhouse. So I'm going to take the Falcons to win it. Uh, I, w I hope New England wins, but I'm taking Atlanta. If I was betting, uh, I would take Atlanta. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I think if I was betting, I'd take Atlanta too. Yeah. I just want to see New England win. Yeah. Uh, it it's nice to see, like, the same guy win over and over again, too. It's, like, his legacy, well, right? They cheat so hard. They deserve it. They cheat so hard. <laughs> Deflate the balls <laughs> and everything else. Um, well, how many times have they been caught cheating? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't watch any wrestling, right? Maybe back in the day you did. <laughs> well, I watch real sports. Yeah, real sports. Uh, I used to I used to love wrestling with, like, Bret Hart, of course. But now it's, like, eh. But I know Royal Rumble's coming up this weekend. So, it's actually, some things look pretty interesting, but... It's okay. The Patriots um, are actually a favorite. I just googled it. Well, I doubt they it. They're gonna get. Who? Where's the Super Bowl at? It's mm, a good question. I want to say Texas. Okay, let me ask Siri. Let's see if Siri will talk on this podcast for the first time. Hold on, let me try this. Where is the Super Bowl going to be played? The Patriots Falcons game is at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. Did that work? Yeah, it did. Yeah, energy nice, sexy little accent there. And there you right? go. Yeah, well, you know, keeps you company <laughs> when you're when you're lonely. That's, yeah, it's sexist. That's, that's I know. Fucking sexist. You're, I should. You're I, sexist. Hey Jerry, I should <laughs> I should turn it to the uh, male voice instead of Siri. Oh wait, but did I say male? That's wrong. That's also terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, that's gen fuck? gender bias. You need a. Yeah, it's gender bias. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, uh, let's <laughs> go into. You beta male. You don't know because of white privilege. Yeah, I know. Friggin' white. I know. I need to do something about that. Um, so, the NHL All-Star game, I guess, is this weekend because I found out there's no games today. I was looking forward to that. 
Um, so NHL this week, uh, any thoughts on things? I know my Canadians yeah, did kind of okay. It's pretty cool what uh, the All-Stars are doing this weekend. Whoever wins the skills competition gets the first pick of what team they play. So, I mean, they'll be Duck and Connor McDavid. Hey, um, what happens? So, whatever, they break them off into four groups. Like, yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. And whoever, whatever group wins the skills competition tomorrow yeah. picks what team they play against on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, they do that, like, round-robin tournament. Yeah. They do a three-on-three. It's worth a million dollars, too. Yeah, yeah. There's something to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'd say they'll duck, try to duck, you know, they'll try not to get Connor McDavid. Um, yeah. But Crosby is only at his second All-Star game ever. So that's going to be really crazy. interesting to see how he does. McDavid's for sure going to win the speed competition. Chara's for sure going to win the slap shot. Mm, um, no, Chara's not going to win the slap shot. McDavid, speed, we'll see. I, I don't think so either, but we'll see. Chara's yeah, getting old, man. What, the speed? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know who's yeah. in the All-Star game, but I don't think McDavid's going to win the speed, that's all. I think well, he's, he's, like, he's good, but I don't think he's that fast. He's fast, but he's not well, that fast. He is faster than everybody in that whole league. Who's but who's who's going for the Leafs? Marner? Dylan, uh, I think Austin Matthews. Yeah, if Mitch and if Mitch Marner is going, Marner's faster than him, right? No, no. no? I don't know. Nobody's I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, nobody. No. Um, no one. He's he, no one since Bobby Orr, dude. Like he's he's a level above. So we got 30 games left in the season, it seems like. Um, in the East, if it's playoffs today, Ottawa, Boston, Montreal, Rangers. Oh, that would be tough. Columbus, Pittsburgh, that would be a good series. I think nah, Pittsburgh would probably walk through them again anyways. Uh, it would be a good one, though. That would probably go seven. And Washington, Philadelphia. So Columbus has dropped yeah, off a bit. Philly's not getting in though they're they're one point ahead of toronto and toronto got like six games in hand or three something. yeah three games in hand yeah yeah and the is it and, only three yeah the big one to me is plus minus now here's an interesting fact for you actually i'm surprised actually to see this because I, I i've been watching the scores a lot and it seems like buffalo's been kind of on a roll they've been beating a bunch of teams but actually from the bottom of the east and this is one i don't think you've even seen is the islanders are five points out right now but only 47 games played like the Leafs they're five points uh, four points behind the Leafs but here's the interesting thing what I always look at is the plus minus now Flyers are minus 15 uh, Boston's even minus four uh, Toronto's plus 12 so that's coaching right New York Islanders are at a zero and they were really bottom of the east I thought for sure they're going to finish last so the fact that they're here they must be on a winning streak and they're coming so watch out for that yeah, that's true. They had a weak start to the year. They're really on. They really have picked it up. They're having a. They're having weird goaltending issues though. Like yeah. the Islanders. Buffalo. Well, Halak is terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Well, New Jersey's at the bottom of the East, which is surprising to me because I picked them to sneak into the playoffs once they got Taylor Hall, and I thought their goaltending was really good with Schneider, but I guess not. And Detroit also yes. second bottom last. Um, <clears throat> I think they're going to turn into a seller. Yeah. It's a hard decision New Jersey? for them to make. Oh, New, uh, Jersey. No, uh, New Jersey should... I don't know what they're going to turn into. They're, they, I don't know what they got for prospects. I think Detroit's going to turn into a seller. Oh, yeah. I think well, yeah, but Detroit's got a lot, of young, a lot of young players, though, right? So I think they I think they just have to start growing their team again. So I don't know how much they have to really sell. Um, maybe some defense. I don't know. Um, well, you might want to try to get some value for Zetterberg. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, he's still playing, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, they probably trade him then. Um, so let's look in the West. Uh, West right now, you have Minnesota playing Calgary. I don't think Calgary's so, going to make it. hold on. Are you saying that last wildcard spot goes to the Islanders? Ooh, no. No, I'm saying watch out for the Islanders. So I'm, uh, they're really, they've moved up. What Actually, gets bottom in the Strano Islanders or Philly? It'll be one of them three. Wow. Well, no, because Toronto is fighting Boston and Ottawa as well, right? Those guys are not that much higher. Like, Philly's at 56, Boston's 56, Ottawa 58. But Philly can't pass those teams because they're in the Atlantic. So, Toronto actually has, what, four teams they can catch. Uh, Islanders only have one, the Flyers. So, I we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, but just watch out for the Islanders. And Tampa Bay, I mean, I'm still surprised to see them as low they're, as they they're are too. They're too injured. Yeah, they're yeah. too injured. But their the division, though, the division is pretty easy. And they're only, what, six points out of third in the Atlantic. Um, I don't We'll see. So, anyways, let's go west for now to see what's going on. Okay. Uh, Minnesota Wild, Calgary Flames would be playing. Chicago, Nashville, that'd be interesting. Uh, San Jose, St. Louis. And Edmonton, Anaheim. Edmonton, Anaheim would be pretty good. Yeah, that'll be really good. Um, St. Louis Blues got to get their shit together. They could fall out. Yeah. They're, they're, I, I watch them a lot because I'm a big fan of them for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're only they yeah they're only three points up on the bottom four, ninth, 10th, 11th, yeah. 12th. L.A., I Vancouver. They... L.A.'s going to get in. L.A.'s a plus two team. Uh, Quick's been injured a lot, so I think Calgary's going to fall off. Calgary's 52 games played. Um, L.A.'s 49 in their 53 point. Yeah, Calgary's not getting in. Um, even Vancouver is going to fall off their minus 21 and Colorado, Arizona, just mm-hmm. terrible, man. Terrible. So, yeah, yeah. So again, my Dallas, Dallas only three points out, uh, 50 games played though. So they're, they're all right. If they can win a couple games, there's their minus is really terrible though. So they got to fix things up a bit, but it seems like the East is better this year. That's all. a lot of powerhouses in the East. Yeah. It did flip really quick like that. Hey, eh? it was always the West. Yeah. And we've got. Two and a half minutes. So anything else you want to say? Any other sports things very quickly? Very, very quickly. Because it's going to... One hour 20 is the max. No, I'm good, buddy. All right. I think MLS is starting, so I'm excited for Toronto FC. That's all. So Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, let's wrap it up. So, everybody, that's the NCLP podcast episode three. We are officially on iTunes now. Uh, we got some listeners last time, so we'll, we'll see if we can keep growing. Um, again, it's always a fun time talking. And, yeah, we'll see what's up in episode four. Trump's always got exciting stuff going on. The liberals are always going crazy. And sports is always going to be there. So, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. My name is Evan. I'm here with Jerry. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. And, Jerry, you can sign off as always. Take care, buddies. All right, yeah. See you later, everyone. And make sure you subscribe. And, yeah, we'll be back again soon. So, thanks for listening. And see you next time. Peace.